1: Good morning, everyone. Hey, welcome to the show. You're listening to Conscious Talk. It's radio that makes a difference, and we're so happy to have you on board with us here today.
2: Well, we thought that a little envisioning would be a good thing for these times. Um, Remember, uh, you give meaning to everything, and you are affected by what you're paying attention to, right? You remember that whole thing about energy goes? Right, where it goes and why? Well, that has to do with your attention. So what are you paying attention to? What we have been doing, obviously, has not been working. It has brought us to this situation. Here we are rebounding again into COVID. We have so many things going on around the world. Oh, my, where's your attention?
1: Yes, and we're wondering if you're keeping up with empowering what you want not what you don't want and it's very easy to get distracted and get on to what you don't want and complain about it and talk about it well guess what you're doing you're giving power to that and that's exactly what you don't want What you do want is to talk about what you want, even though you don't see it happening in the world. If that's what you want, talk about it, imagine it, put your energy out there, fall in love with it, be joyful about it, empower it. And that's how we create a different world. We are not gonna create a different world, folks, by focusing on everything that's already falling apart. We'll just give that more power.
2: Right, so no matter what part of your lives you would like to see differently Start seeing it differently. Absolutely. Start motioning in that direction. Well, um, since we are everything old that's new again, except it's repeating much faster than we expected. We're back into hand sanitizers. We're back into wearing masks. We're back into taking precautions. That's a really good thing right now. So you have some info on hand sanitizers. I
1: do. You got you guys. You can go to something called Clean Well W E L L today. cleanwelltoday.com forward slash products, forward slash sanitize. And you can find biotanical sanitizers that are safe for the environment, safe for animals, and safe for you. Yeah,
2: we're a little worried about people poisoning themselves mm-hmm. now with the overdoing things. And so let's find those efficacious things that are good for both our environment and both and us.
1: And it's cleanwelltoday.com, and we'll be right back.
0: Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. we coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So you know, for over 20 years, Conscious Talk has been the place where you can be exposed to alternative views, especially when it comes to health and wellness. So today we'll have a chat with Dr. Linda Isaacs, an alternative MD who uses nutritional protocols. You've heard us talk about to treat patients diagnosed with cancer and other serious degenerative diseases. And now we welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears.
1: And thank you, Benny. And welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And yes, we are once again making a difference because we bring to you the very best people that we know of. People that are making a difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time. As you guessed it, that listener is you.
2: Well, it's been a while, but uh, our special guest today is someone we've shared time with on the show over the years. She was a colleague of the late uh, Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez, um, who you've heard us talk about in his book. She actually um, has written a lot of articles about cancer in the peer-reviewed journals, Nutrition and Cancer and Alternative Therapies in Health and Medicine. And she co-authored the book, The Trophoblast and the Origins of Cancer, with uh, Dr. Gonzalez. And, you know, that is Linda Isaacs. It's Dr. Linda Isaacs. She is an MD. Uh, although she was conventionally trained, we consider her one of our favorite alternative MDs because um, of the uh, protocols that she use, uses, which are you know, so much involved with nutrition that we've talked about over the years. So, Dr. Isaacs, welcome back to Conscious Talk.
3: Well, thank you so much. It's great to be able to talk with you all again.
1: Well, so let's, um, let's talk about, right away, let's start off with the uh, protocol that you learned from Dr. Gonzalez, and why, as an MD, a trained MD, you would move in the direction of something that's considered quite alternative,
3: Well, at the time that I first met Dr. Gonzalez, I was a medical student, and he was an intern. We were assigned to the same team at Vanderbilt University where I was in school, and he was uh, doing his internship, but he was already studying the work of someone named William Donald Kelly. Um, Kelly was a practitioner who had created a method of treating cancer that included large amounts of pancreatic enzymes, um, organic diets, but a spectrum of different diet types and detoxification routines. Um, so Nick was already doing that research when I met him. Um, he had started as a medical student and continued on after that. So he was in the middle of things when I met him. And he had found some reports of patients that were still alive and doing great with diagnoses that should have killed him long since so that got him interested as he delved into kelly's records to learn more about it and eventually to try to reproduce the methods um, he was willing to tell anybody about it um, we were right there working together and i heard about some of these cases saw the records for myself and wound up deciding to work with Nick as he was trying to recreate the method and do research on it. So that's how I got involved. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. Were
1: there scientific studies done on this methodology that uh, Dr. Gonzalez used? Um, because I, I, I remember he had trouble getting published. Were there were studies done?
3: Well, um I just finished actually doing a, a review article about the use of enzymes in cancer and for for us we believe that the pancreatic enzymes, the enzymes that the pancreas makes for digestion, um, also play a role in the surveillance for cancer and can mm. play a role in the treatment of cancer as well and there's actually bits and pieces through the medical literature going back a hundred years on this subject. Um, Dr. Gonzalez and I did a pilot study, as it's called, an an initial study on patients with pancreatic cancer that was published in 1999 in Nutrition and Cancer, and we got a survival uh, rate with pancreatic cancer that was much better than what would be expected based on historical controls. We've also published a number of case report articles, so that would be individual cases of patients who did extremely well on our treatment. So there's quite a number of case reports uh, that would suggest that this is a a method, uh, you know, a treatment method and a way of approaching cancer that can be effective. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, from what I remember from um, your trophoblastic book or your book about trophoblast um, Mm -hmm. that impressed me as somebody who isn't a scientist, isn't a doctor, um, but I came to understand that these kinds of cells are really important when our body's forming, et cetera, and the thing that caught me that made just so much sense on certain levels was at some point when the pancreas is formed and it starts to create enzymes, it stops the growth of these prophoblastic cells, or at least you know whatever they stimulate in the body, so uh, which looks a lot like cancer um, you know to the un- to our eyes, mm-hmm. and so this therapy made a lot of sense, and Brenda actually was a participant in the in this therapy when she had cancer, and it saved her life
3: mm-hmm well, what you said about the trophoblast, that's the very early stage of the placenta, the connection between the mother and the baby. And its job as the embryo travels into the uterus is to grab a hold and invade. So it looks and acts a lot like a cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And it keeps invading until a certain point in development. Uh, And it turns out that that at that same time in development is when the baby starts making pancreatic enzymes. But one thing that's interesting in more recent literature, you know, it turns out that there are receptors on the surfaces of trophoblast cells and also on the surfaces of cancer cells that interact with um, proteases, proteolytic enzymes so that would be pancreatic enzymes would fit into that category mm-hmm. so there are receptors on the surfaces of those cells that interact with um, those types of enzymes. Now it's still being figured out exactly what what is what happens with that so to speak but the similarity of the trophoblast cells um, and this is like a hundred year old theory about trophoblast cells looking and acting and maybe basically being the for, for cur, the forerunners for cancer, that there's molecular biology reasons now to believe that, yes, that's, that's potentially true because uh, those cells have a receptor on the surface that interacts with um, proteolytic enzymes. So there's some really interesting research coming out. Um, there's even one study that shows that, um, as the trophoblast cells you know as the development goes along, um, that the way the trophoblast cells interact with proteolytic enzymes changes um, around the time that it matures into the placenta so um, so there's some pretty fascinating research going on, and that's part of what I was digging into and in, in a month or two ago as I was working on this paper that hopefully will get published sometime soon. I have it out for review right now.
1: Yeah. Do you, do you think these studies Dr. Isaacs can um that you're in looking into the research you're doing and that there is some research being done do you think it can shift anything in the medical model around cancer where we go after and kill the cancer cell but kill everything else hell, it seems yeah, like yeah. around it I mean it's not it, chemotherapy is one way of treatment. It's certainly not a cure, but it seems like a very harsh treatment on the body.
3: Yeah, well, the the current theory about cancer is that um, what happens to develop cancer is that a cell goes rogue and it, its genetics change. and And so once it's gone rogue, the only way that you can deal with it would be surgery to cut it out or radiation or chemotherapy to kill it. Um, but what what may be possible with enzymes is more to control the behavior of those cells. You know, I think of the way that enzymes interact with cancer cells, maybe more like a sheepdog getting those cells to behave themselves, as opposed to stomping and killing and you know mm-hmm. creating havoc not only for the mm-hmm. cancer cells but for everything around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would like to think that a new model of cancer will come along um, rather than the cut, burn, and cut, burn, and yeah. poison.
1: Yeah, poison, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and, yeah, Rob and, and I are of the, of the ilk, if you will, or the belief that working with the body in cooperation is more effective than working against the body and
3: trying to fight and kill everything. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me. I mean, you know, having said that, I'm not saying that modern cancer treatment is... Never effective, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, there are situations where it does work, mm-hmm. um, but there are a fair number of situations where it doesn't work very well, and mm-hmm. I think certainly there should be more open mindedness about looking at another direction if if you you happen to have the misfortune of a situation where standard treatment isn't going to do much for you yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, well, we've seen that over and over, and uh, where the um, protocol um, doesn't necessarily work, but they keep going down that road, which is why we are talking today with one of our favorite alternative MDs, Dr. Linda Isaacs. And we'll be back with more for her views uh, after these messages.
4: The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns?
5: not just another powder in a capsule. With hundreds of probiotic products to choose from, what makes health experts worldwide consider Dr. O'Hara's probiotics superior? Dr. O'Hara's crowning distinction is the 500-plus postbiotic metabolites produced during its three-year fermentation process. Why are postbiotics so important? Postbiotics are vital for sustained digestive balance and overall immune health. Postbiotics are fundamental for hormonal balance, weight management, skin care, and brain health. Postbiotics are the Dr. O'Hara advantage that is essential to our health and wellness. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hira's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hira's probiotics Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you or search online. Conscious Talk, radio that lifts you up. For most of us,
0: the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is it's not your fault. The amazing effect of BiopH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven Power pH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
1: If you're like us, you really appreciate companies that are sustainable, caring, and conscious. This describes Aloha Bay, a company not only guaranteed by the World Fair Trade Organization, but also donates a portion of their sales to Doctors Without Borders and other great causes. Some of the amazing products made by Aloha Bay include Himalayan salt table and bath products, chakra candles, Himalayan salt lamps, feng shui votives, and much more. A majority of the jar candles are hand-poured into recycled glass, scented with 100% pure essential oils, mini-certified organic. Aloha Bay is an employee-owned company whose products are not only affordable, but beautiful and deliciously scented. To learn more and order their amazing products, visit alohabay.com. That's alohabay.com.
5: Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, welcome
2: back, everyone! You are listening to Conscious Talk, and now for over twenty years, it is radio that makes a difference. And today we're with Dr. Linda Isaacs. Um, you know uh, that she also worked with doc, uh, Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez, and we've spoken to her on the show before um, because she does work with the same protocol. And of course, now is involved in her own research and her and art and her own articles and. We're catching up with a protocol that we really um, believe in, and it's actually one. I did something very similar uh, in my 20s when I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and there was no conventional answer. Brenda um, did this protocol uh, after having cancer three times and uh, was very successful.
1: So, um, Dr. Isaacs, why don't you just kind of take us through the protocol that Dr. Gonzalez created and and um, you know even if you have a modified version version whatever that is take us through that
3: okay well I'm continue to do essentially the same thing that dr. Gonzalez and I did together all those years and that we mm-hmm. picked up from dr. Kelly the there's there's a few specific aspects of the protocol. Um, one is for patients with cancer, and we do see other types of, of illnesses, but for patients with cancer, it's large amounts of pancreatic enzymes, and those are swallowed in multiple doses over the course of the day and even one dose in the middle of the night. The enzymes that we recommend are actually taken on an empty stomach, and they, it requires some scheduling and some discipline on the part of the patient. So there's a number of those. Um, Then there are other types of supplements that are designed to help strengthen the body and help to adjust uh, the patient's physiology. Then we also recommend um, diets, uh, specific types of diets for specific people. What I mean by that is that there are some people that I would tell to eat a more vegetarian diet although it would in, typically include things like eggs and dairy and some fish. Um, there's other people that I would tell to eat red meat three times a day, and there's a spectrum of diets in between that. Um, most patients with the more typical types of cancer, like breast cancer or colon cancer, would wind up being told to eat a more vegetarian diet. Uh, there, th- we do recommend always that people eat organic food as much as they possibly can because that is free of all the chemicals and things that can wind up in our food if it's not organic. Uh, We also recommend vegetable juices for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then finally, um, there's the detoxification end of the protocol, and that is critically important. Um, We believe that the pancreatic enzymes, as they do their work, can create waste materials and make people feel like they've got the flu uh and also we live in a toxic world you know people have things stored in their systems and that it helps the body to get rid of those things the main thing that we use for detoxification is coffee enemas, and that's one of those things I remember the first time I heard about it, I said, what? what? <laughs> uh, yeah, what? Me too. And, uh, and then I tried it, and I said, oh, okay, you know, I yeah. feel a whole lot better now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Oddly enough. That's the part of the protocol that people are the most hesitant about and typically the part that they're most enthusiastic about um, once they give it a try, but nobody Mm -hmm. ever believes that. Yeah,
2: and there is actually a long history of that being an accepted um, detoxification protocol. Protocol. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I I remember Nick mentioning that it was in some nursing manual or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, just think how you feel when you are stopped up. Not good. (laughs)
1: Well, very toxic (laughs) to the body. And a very quick, funny story, Dr. Isaacs, when I was on Nick's um, program, and I loved him and respected, highly respected him, and and I was the same as you when he mentioned the coffee enemas, and he kind of waited till the end of the hour or two, um, you know, meeting I had with him in his office to tell me that. In shock, but um, oh, at, uh, in this, in my circle of friends, I was dubbed the enema queen, and so <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because I wasn't shy about saying what I did in my protocols. So Mm -hmm. I was invited when I lived in L.A., and I was an actress, and I was invited on a show uh, called The Other Side. And The Other Side delved into lots of different things that were not commonly known. And so I'm, I'm, you know, up there being interviewed by the host, and we have a live audience. And I'll never forget because I had mentioned to the producers or the people in the back room that here's part of the protocol. They brought that up, and he asked about, he said, you do something very, very, very strange that most people would flare up at. He said, "You on your protocol, you do coffee enemas, and the crowd just went completely silent. There was a lot of, you know, (laughs) like that. And then I said, yes, I've been dubbed the enema queen. And literally everybody started laughing and I got cl- people clapping and I thought, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> this yeah. is going to follow me the rest of my life.
2: Uh, yeah. And we know how people react. You know, it's so funny. Um, rather than going for, gee, this is really great for me, they go for sort of the, you know, symbolically embarrassing or yeah. weird things. But um, so you you actually wrote a paper on this. Mm-hmm. and. So what what is it about um, coffee? I mean, yeah. uh, look, why use that? If, if you buy an anima <laughs> kit, they send you some soap with it, that yeah. kind of thing. But why coffee?
3: Well, um, you know, coffee enemas have actually been around for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And one of the great things about the Internet has been the accessibility of some very, very old books that have been scanned and are available. And so I've been able to find references to coffee enemas going back to the 1850s. And all of this is spelled out on my website, which is www.drlindai.com. I have an article uh, about detox on there that gives all of these different articles I'm referring to, but I found articles talking about how coffee enemas were used in the 1800s for poisoning um, with success, uh, that they were considered to be a critical part of post-operative care. So one of the Mayo brothers that started the Mayo Clinic actually gave a lecture in the 1890s where he said that coffee enemas were vital for post-operative care. Um, So they've been around for a long, long time. I don't know why somebody tried coffee, but I guess perhaps it's kind of like me. You know, I I was like, what? And then I tried it, and I'm not going to argue with the recipe once I find out that it's helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, So they've been around for a long, long time. Um, It turns out that Uh, Some researchers in, I think it was 2014, um, did a a study where they pretty much established that coffee enemas can help the liver and gallbladder to dump bile, um, to move bile. And bile is where the liver puts the waste materials that it processes. So I think that's perhaps how it's beneficial. I can't really say that they've been studied extensively. You know, what happened was that they were used widely and then bit by bit as pharmaceuticals came along, mm-hmm. um, they were kind of put on the side. I've never proven to be bad or dangerous or ineffective, but rather just considered, um, you know, why do this when we have all these cool pills? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it would be nice if somebody would thoroughly study why they help so much, but mm-hmm. what I find is that they help, and so I do them myself, and I have my patients do them.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm thirty some, about 30 years out from... Being on Doctor Gonzalez's program and uh, and I've been doing them, regular and he regularly and he said that to me. He said keep once I was off the main program. He said keep up the enemas, that's good for you. So I have and Rob has too, um, because his protocol he did was kind of similar. But yeah,
2: just pre you it know, was, was pre, ahead of you guys. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was ahead of us. So we've kept it up and we feel it's a very valuable tool in keeping ourselves um, somewhat, you know, healthier and cleaned out. And uh, and we do other detox methods two three times a year, not the, the harsher ones, because when you have cancer, and you can back me up on this, Dr. Isaacs, some of those protocols that Dr. Gonzalez um, implemented were, were harsh, but, boy, were they effective. Can you address mm-hmm. that?
3: Well, some of the other things we have people do would include a, a liver, gallbladder, flesh, and I've actually got a little bit about that on that page on my website as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea behind that is to help clear out the whole drainage system from the liver uh, to mm-hmm. help keep it clean, and we have some things that address the uh, the intestinal tract and also skin um so there's there's a number of different cleansing protocols, but on a day to day basis, the coffee on is really the backbone mm-hmm.
2: yeah uh, it, it's like you know it's interesting because so many of the quote natural health uh, protocols that have worked over the years, there's a different standard for them um to prove themselves and also, like you say, we've become a culture that says oh okay i can just take this cool pill and i can keep eating all of that pizza or whatever <laughs> you know and uh, and you know maybe for a while you won't feel something but your body is uh, reacting and getting all toxed up and you know i was joking uh, before the Uh, because what we put in our bodies is so important and, and supporting our various types, which is of course why people need to go to someone like you to have that kind of testing to find out, because this is not a one diet fits everybody in life or in your protocols when you're ill. So um, when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion with dr linda isaacs um we want to remind you her website is dr linda the letter i.com and doctor is dr so it's d-r-l-i-n-d-a-i.com
0: we'll be right back it's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning you're thinking about going back to the gym well the problem is every year it's the same thing exercise gets harder
6: Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866 998 8855.
5: Conscious Talk Radio that opens the heart and illuminates the mind.
1: Or call 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909 for all the information you need on the Avacyn medical device.
5: Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150.
1: Hey, welcome back, everyone. And so happy that you're joining us here today because we have a very, very valuable um, guest on with us here today. Not that all of our guests aren't valuable, but this is hitting a subject that's a very dicey subject for most people because we're talking about cancer and we're talking about an alternative approach I hate that word because it should be a normal (laughs) approach but anyway that's what we're talking with with Dr. Linda Isaacs and she studied and worked with Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez and for all you loyal listeners you know that he was my doctor And um, he helped me tremendously to be on the planet at this time or I wouldn't be here. So we're going to continue this conversation. And Dr. Isaacs, you mentioned during the break the emotional component. And, you know, it doesn't, in our opinion, does not get talked about enough. So what is your feeling around that? And do you have any fear about talking about the emotions?
3: Well, you know, one of the the things that I talk about a lot um, with my patients is the autonomic nervous system and specifically the sympathetic system, which is part mm-hmm. of our stress response. Mm-hmm. And we're living in a very, very stressful time right now for sure, um, but of course my patients with cancer have typically had a lot of stress in their life and the diagnosis itself is of course incredibly stressful. So I'm um, I'm always interested in trying to figure out ways to help them um, in in dealing with this area, but I also wind up sometimes wondering if talking about it will make them think that you know if they'd handled the stress in their lives better in the past they might not have cancer and you know thoughts like that. So I, I certainly don't believe that, and I, I don't think it's it's a constructive way to think. I think one needs to more just see how to deal with things going forward. Um, I recently read a book uh, called The Upside of Stress. Um, It's by a woman named Kelly McGonigal. And she's also, in addition to the book, there's a TED Talk uh, that's very popular that you can get through YouTube. Um, But what she talks about is how the people, apparently there was a big study that was done where they asked people about stressors in their life, and they asked uh, what their view of stress was and then checked back with them um, like five years later or something like that. And what they found was that the people whose health had been negatively affected by stress were the ones who believed that their health would be negatively affected by stress Mm -hmm. and that the people that thought that it wouldn't have any impact weren't affected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, that's opened up a whole new realm of research. Because if you think about it, stress is unavoidable. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stress right now that we cannot avoid. Um, so the question becomes a bit more, how do you deal with it as opposed to, um, to trying to avoid it? Because you can't right. avoid it. You know, it it comes and finds you. Yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: one of the things that we, with the folks that we work with, um, when we talk about uh, energy, um, we actually make it, uh, we talk about it as a neutral thing and how people give meaning to it, which is what you were just talking about. If if they've had a, a negative experience and they associate that with their stress, well, then stress is negative, et cetera, et mm-hmm. cetera. So um, sometimes reframing those approaches, because it, it, if, you, if you can give meaning to it, then you can also make it positive. And we've always found with people that have, it, it's kind of like uh, the research leading into neuroplasticity, Um if you can change those patterns within people then you can get really positive results and i think more and more and what's so wonderful about the work that you do is that Um, you are taking into account that we are these holistic beings. We are expressing biochemically, yes, but we're also expressing energetically. And, uh, and, you know, we call that spiritual, emotional, doesn't matter. It's all energy.
1: Yeah, and, and I really wanted to kind of dabble in that. Uh, with you Dr. Isaacs when we come back from this break because on that emotional side um, there is a component of the spiritual side and this is not spiritual woo-woo By any means, Um, it is part of that whole holistic or wholeness of who we are. And I'd really like to get your thoughts on that if you have any and um, and how you might approach that with your with your patients, Um, because it's been a very huge part of our healing process, along with for me, Dr. Gonzalez's program, which was the fundamental foundation. So I'd like to um, delve into that a little bit when we come back. We are here with Dr. Linda Isaacs. You're listening to Conscious Talk. It's radio that makes a difference. Her website is drlindai, for drlindai.com and we'll be right back.
0: What if you could be your own healer Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order the Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Conscious Talk
5: Radio. Get your dose today. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian Green Propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, Active Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk, 1150.
2: Hey, welcome back everyone. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And remember, if you missed any of this, I mean, we have a very special guest today, Dr. L- Linda Isaacs, and we're talking about something that's been close to our lives. Um, sh- she is practicing in Austin, Texas, and uh, has nutritional protocols. And, you know, maybe for some of you, um, You know, you might call her an alternative M.D. We call her just our kind of M.D. (laughs) But at any rate, um, you know, we talk about holism on the show. And so we're asking her how that kind of falls into um, her practice with her protocols or whether it has any effect or not.
1: So, Dr. Isaacs, when I was on. Dr. Gonzalez's program, and I was on it for nearly about four years or a little more, um, I realized that there was a huge emotional component that was driving a lot of my stress. And it wasn't just one emotion. It was that emotional body that was driving this and driving a lot of the stress in my life. And I also came to understand and realize and awaken to, the spiritual component of that, which allows for the body to release and allows for peace and joy and and those things to be more present. So I'm curious, because we were talking about the emotional side of of this, what you're feeling around the spiritual side is if you even have an opinion on it or you delve into it.
3: Well, many of our patients, when they first start with us, they don't, you know, they don't feel well. And so they're more mm-hmm. focused on their, their physical body mm-hmm. than any emotional or spiritual aspects. But our predecessor in this work, Dr. Kelly, actually used to say that healing was 100% uh, physical a hundred percent emotional and a hundred percent spiritual um... Mm-hmm. so you know he certainly uh, had a track record of knowing about that and what we've seen over the years is that many times as people start feeling better um, their minds do go to the emotional and spiritual aspects of their health mm-hmm. and they start to think of ways to put healing in those areas into practice mm-hmm. um, the challenge for me has been always that Um, I'm not prescriptive about it in the sense that I don't tell somebody this is what you should do, uh, because for different people it can be different things that would Mm -hmm. be effective and helpful. Um, what What I have on my website, I have an article that I wrote years ago actually about the emotional and spiritual aspects, and I actually got that the information for that article by doing a survey amongst the patients, you know, asking them what they thought. You know, especially, mm-hmm. I, I contacted some of our long-term survivors and asked them what they thought was really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's useful information, and it's there. Um, what i also think is that i have some patients that never really do go in this direction i think there's a spectrum of of how important the the emotional and spiritual aspects are that for some people it's really critical that they look at it and for other people not so much mm-hmm. um so I, I kind of put out the, the crumbs for them to find, so to speak, and I just trust that those who need to go in that direction will um, and that it's not my place to push anybody in that direction because not of all of them need to go there.
1: Of course. Um, you know, it is a personal choice. There, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you, um, and, and, you know, we have not, Dr. Isaacs and I know you know this, we've not been taught that the body mind spirit if you will that we are holistic beings we're not compartmentalized everything flows into everything else and i think that's part of the missing piece there is why we don't move more in that direction because we're not we're not shown we don't have a deeper understanding of how energy And I'm going to call it energy because that's really what it is, how it really works, you know, that we are energetic beings. Um, and yes, we have chemical reactions like Rob mentioned earlier. We are solid, we feel we have flesh and blood and all that, but we are energetic we're we we happen to be at a certain vibration where there's a density that we come together with these molecules, and this is who we are, but we are energy nonetheless. and so energy's energy. you can't destroy it, but you can from our experience, and maybe you can. Give me your thoughts on this. We can transform it. And that's really what I went after with along with Dr. Gonzalez's protocol was the transformation of those emotional components and spiritual components of me that were sitting there that I discovered by doing certain body work and certain things and getting help that once I released. And one of them was forgiveness. That was a huge release in my body for me. I felt it release when, when I did some. And then I really got really serious about, wow, this was something that was fairly minor. I went deeper and deeper. And I really felt that it helped.
3: Hmm. I think it does, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. I think that's a big part of why you've done so well for so long and are out there being a guide for other people. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. It, it, You know, the power of um, nutrition uh, mm-hmm. and our bodies is something that Americans, I, I know we were joking um, uh, about uh, during a break and I said, well, I think people may finally take the climate uh, change serious because of the failure of the tomato crops in um, California, which provides most of the tomatoes for pizza. And when they realize they can't get pizza anymore, or, or at least in the kind that they've been used to, that maybe that may wake them up. And I and I think it goes the same way with nutrition. Somehow, at some point, they need to get it. That you can't keep putting poison in your body. Uh, or things that do not support your body and expect, uh, you know, a good result.
1: Yeah, Dr. Gonzalez's protocol and the one that you practice, Linda, really taught me about organic foods and how to eat. Number Mm -hmm. one, according to my, uh, I believe it was blood type. I'm not sure you can correct me on that if that's what he went by. But also how important food was in my life. And that really was a huge wake up call for me. Do you find that with your patients that they're quite surprised that maybe they've been eating, you know, really bad things or things that don't really jive
3: with them? Well, you know, funnily enough, at this point, I think that most of the patients that come to me are already aware of that, uh, you know, because the world has changed. Um, Mm You know, in other words, there's more awareness of these concepts. I mean, even the orthodox medical world is starting to get there. Like, I've seen articles go past in my... Um, orthodox email newsletter things that say, you know, diet may play a role in depression. I'm like, how about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> duh. Um, exactly. But, you know, it's, it's great that it's being recognized that, yes. uh, that inflammation from a bad diet can mm-hmm. cause all kinds of things, including depression.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so so the concepts are more out there than they were back when um, when you started with uh, Dr. Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And so that that's good it's it's made life a little bit easier in in many ways that the patients are not as resistant mm-hmm. um to you know the realization that they do need to to work on their diet and eat, eat cleaner
2: mm-hmm. yeah i think that where most people really need the direction because they will hear okay um You know, it's really great I need to be vegetarian or I I need to go whole hog in different directions, um, uh, no pun intended on the hog. But they need to understand how it actually works with their particular type, and that's Mm -hmm. where your expertise Mm -hmm. um, really comes in, and especially if you are ill. You know, you don't want to do more damage. You want to start supporting your body. Something that I always believed is is that your body knows how to regulate better than any testing, any doctor who doesn't see you every, you know, so many seconds. Um, could ever possibly do given the proper uh, yeah. environment so give, yeah. give the environment give the nutrition that your body needs and it's going to do really well but you need to work with somebody who can understand what that is for you
1: absolutely well dr mm-hmm. isaacs as always we want to thank you so much number one for the work that you're doing out there in the world it takes a lot of courage, and I used to tell Dr. Gonzalez that it takes courage to stand in the face of a, of something that's in our culture that's been you know we've been culturated with. So we really appreciate it, and we so appreciate you coming on the show, and sharing all this with us. And folks, as always, we appreciate you, and we really um, want to thank you for joining us. And have a beautiful day, and we'll be back next time, and right here with you on Conscious Talk. If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909.
5: Conscious Talk, radio that brightens your day.